0: Hey Andy, did you hear that whistle?
1: Sure did, Amos. That whistle means Rinso White, Rinso Bright, Rinso New.
0: That's right. It means that this is Sunday, and we is on the air for Rinso with Solium.
2: The Amos and Andy Show with Lou Lubin, Ernestine Wade, John Brown, Roy Glenn, Jeff Alexander, and his orchestra, and radio's all-time favorites, Amos and Andy. <laughs> The Amos and Andy Show, brought to you by Lever Brothers Company, makers of Rinso, the only soap that contains solium. That's why Rinso gets your clothes whiter and brighter than new. <whistles> Rinso
3: white,
2: Rinso bright, Rinso new. Happy little wash day, Song. Well, last week Andy's rich uncle Samuel left him twenty-five thousand dollars in his will, and it was a mix-up. And it looked for a while as though Andy wasn't going to get the money, but it's all been straightened out. And right now the Kingfish is telling his wife Sapphire the good news.
0: Yes, honey, Andy gonna get the third twenty-five thousand dollars, and according to our agreement, I get him thirty percent of
4: it. Oh, Joyce, this is wonderful news. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, honey. My gravy train come in and done slop giblets all over the place here.
4: You know? George, I've been figuring it out and our share comes to $7,500. Oh, how I can use that money.
0: You can use the money. Now listen here, don't go switching tenses here. <laughs> I is the goose that laid the golden egg and I are squatting on them 14 carrots myself. <laughs>
4: Now, listen, Joyce, that money belongs to both of us. Both
0: of us, nothing. I i's the one that's going to say how that money's going to be spent. The first thing i going to do is go to the dentist and have my bridge fixed.
4: Have your bridge
0: fixed? Yeah, I was tired of putting chicklets in them blank spaces when we go out social.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: on top of that, I always getting in the sore throat from the draft to whip through by by cuspids. <laughs> Joyce
4: Stevens, I ought to know that a bum like you would act like this as soon as you got a hold of a little money. It certainly has made a change in you.
0: Yeah, sure it has. i going to make a bigger change in me as far as that war horse mama of yours is concerned. <laughs> boy, I'm going to let her have it. i going to change from the yes ma'am and no ma'am type of son-in-law to the shut your big mouth and get out of here type of boy. <laughs> now,
4: listen, Joyce, don't you talk that way about my mama. She's always helped us out, sent us money every week.
0: Now, listen, I don't need no more of her chicken feed money. Tell her to keep the stuff. I roll in the dough. And I want you to call up that big mouth mama of yours and tell her, I want you to tell your mama for me. Yeah, uh, wait a minute, I'll get it.
1: Uh, hello, in the Chip Stevens talking. Kingfish, this is Henry Van Porter. I just heard a choice morsel, and I think you ought to know about it. Hmm, got a
0: tidbit, eh? What is it, Henry?
1: Well, Andy found out there ain't no legal patient for giving you 30% of his inheritance. He's on his way up to see you to tell you the agreement is all off. He ain't going to give you nothing.
0: Hold oh, there's most... Thanks for the tip, Henry. So long.
4: George, what was this you said you wanted me to tell my mother?
0: Just tell the sweet woman if she could let me have seven bucks till Saturday. I'd appreciate it. (laughs) Well, Henry say Henry's on his way over here to tell me that he ain't gonna give me nothing. I think if I can play on his sympathy... I can get my hooks on that $7,500. The boy always was a pushover for a sob story. Sympathy. Yeah, that's my angle, all right. And I... Uh-oh.
1: There he is now. I'll get in bed, yeah. Uh,
0: Come in, come in. Uh,
1: Kingfish, where is
0: you? Oh, I was in here suffering in the bedroom, Andy. oh <laughs> Oh, me.
1: Kingfish, uh, what are you doing in here in bed?
0: Oh, I was a sick man, Andy. Yeah,
1: you heard of the Grim Reaper, ain't you? Yeah.
0: Well, I just lay here waiting for harvest time, boy. Well,
1: that's too bad, Kingfish. I come over here to tell you something. Well,
0: now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I hope it's good news, because the doctors say that in my pitiful condition, the slightest bit of bad news will cut me down in my prime of my maternity.
1: Well, <laughs> well Kingfish, uh, what in the world is wrong with you? You was all right this morning. Well, Andy,
0: the landlord asked me for my rent, and the bad news was too much for me. Yeah. He said any more bad news would be fatal, special about money. Yeah. I couldn't stand the shock, and one of the valves in my heart done give out on me, Andy.
1: A valve give out, you
0: say? Yes, Andy, it jammed up on me. You see, the blood can get in, but with the other valve jammed up, it can't get out. Yeah. It pumps all day, and by bedtime, the thing is swollen up the size of a watermelon. <laughs> Yeah, I asked to go to a doctor twice a week and
1: have him drain the thing like a crankcase. That's what it
0: got. <laughs> Holy
1: smoke, Kingfish. That sounds serious, you know. What?
0: Oh, yeah, and then. Uh, the only thing that keeps my blood circulating is that four times a day a nurse comes up here and turns me upside down like an hourglass, you see. Yeah. I called you, in there because I, I knew you'd be interested. Yeah, I sure is. What does the nurse look like?
3: <laughs>
0: no, no, Andy, uh... uh... How can you talk like that when your best friend laying here
1: struggling for his last breath? <laughs> oh,
3: man.
1: Well, Kingfish, ain't there nothing that can be done about this? Only one thing, Andrew. An operation that costs exactly $7,500. $7,500 just to get a valve in your heart fixed? Mm. Listen, I had a valve job done on my old Essex for 18 bucks, and that included new rings. <laughs> Yeah, but this kind of valve
0: job, man, it ain't just a matter of lifting the hood, you know.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
0: You see, I'm too weak to stand surgery, so first they got to send me to the Mayo Brothers and get a hold of the brother with the long, thin arm.
3: <laughs> yeah, he got
0: to jam his fist down my throat there before he can get a grip
1: on the thing. You see what I mean? Oh, yeah. Is that how they do them delicate operations? Yeah. How can they see what they're doing?
0: Well, it starts the whole thing off by having me swallow a 40-watt bulb, you see. Mm. Well, I tell you, Andy, I don't think I'm gonna be with you long. Oh, me. When that nurse flips me a couple of more times, I think I'm gonna be through, Andy.
1: Yeah, well, I'm sorry you bet off and all that, Kingfish. But I come up here to tell you that I ain't gonna give you no 30% of my uncle's will.
0: <laughs> oh, Andy. Kingfish, Andy. what's wrong? What's wrong? Oh, I told you I couldn't stand no more bad news, Andy. I feel like the other valve is going. Look out, Andy. Well, Kingfish, wait a minute. Pull
1: yourself together here.
0: Oh, brother, Andy. To think that my best pal would do a thing like that to me, oh.
1: Oh, come on, oh. Kingfish. Now listen. Would you stop oh. crying if I give you 10% of the wound?
0: No, Andy, no. Well,
1: I wish there was something I could do.
0: Oh, try 15%, Andy. <laughs> i got an idea that 15% will drive me up in a hurry here. Well,
1: okay, Kingfish, I'll give you 15%. Oh,
0: now you're talking, Andy. Help me out of bed here,
1: will you, son? <laughs> we out of bed? What you talking about? What about that valve in your heart that's jammed up? Well,
0: Andy, when you mentioned 15%, the thing popped open like a champagne cork. I was happy to tell you that I was a well-manned again.
1: Uh, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, sir, Andy. Wait a minute. Uh, come in, come in. Uh, whoever it is, we's in the bedroom. Oh, hi, Amos. We's in here. Come on in.
0: Oh, hi, fellas.
1: I thought you might be up here. Hey, Amos, what you looking so upset about?
0: Yeah, what's the matter, Amos? Your eyes popping out of your head there like a flounder. Ah. Well, Andy, I rushed over here as soon as I could, as, as soon as I heard about it. and Well, it's about your uncle's will. There's another nephew, and your uncle uh, uh, just, just got into town from Milwaukee. This nephew did, and he said that he is the one that the $25,000 was meant for.
1: Wait a minute, Amos. Wait a minute here. Yeah. It's saying the will that the money was left to Andrew Brown. And that's me.
0: Well, Andy, that's the strange part of the whole thing. This other nephew's name is Andrew Brown, too.
1: Oh, me. Kingfish, you better call that nurse and have her come up here and flip both of us over. You got to... <laughs>
0: Andy, you mean to say that this other Andy Brown is a legitimate heir to your uncle's estate?
1: Yeah, that's right, Kingfish. I done looked it up in the family record. And his name is Andrew Brown, too.
0: Yeah, well, now, how does any... How does the differential between the two of you
1: there? Well, the only difference is the middle name. Uh-huh. You see, I as Andrew Hog Brown.
3: <laughs> you see, my
1: papa had a farm. Yeah. And his papa, though, run a dairy. He is Andrew Guernsey Brown. Yeah. Well now, well, the, the the big legal question is who the money go to the pigs or the cows here. Let's figure this out. Well in the will it just say plain Andrew Brown, so we is in trouble all right, King. Drew.
0: Yeah, the fella told him he must he staying over at the
1: Plaza Hotel,
0: and if we gonna beat him out the money, why we gotta do something about it before we see your uncle's lawyer.
1: Yeah, but how in the world is we gonna do it? Well. The... But... Oh, Shorty the barber. What you doing over here, Shorty? Yeah,
5: I, 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 I just heard the most wonderful news about you inheriting twenty-five thousand dollars. I think it's the most wonderful. I think it's the greatest. I, I think it's the most exciting. You, I, 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 I don't believe
0: it. Well, now, uh, Andy was left the money, but uh, it looked like they, they might get it away from her.
5: Mm-hmm. Why? What, what's, what's the hitch, fella?
1: Well, there's contests in the world, that's what.
5: Oh, gonna be contests, hmm? yeah. I, I know what that is, all right. I had a rich aunt in Chicago that I hadn't heard from in years, and all of a sudden I found that she, she left me $10,000 in her will. Hmm, is that right? Yeah, so I hopped the first plane to Chicago and demanded my inheritance. But the other, the, the, the other relatives, they, they fought a tooth and nail.
0: Mm, they fought a tooth and nail when you tried to collect your aunt's inheritance. On what ground?
5: On, on, on the grounds that I wasn't a um I mean, uh, that I wasn't the rightful... Uh, that the law wouldn't... You see, she... Uh, 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 she wasn't dead yet.
1: Uh, yeah. Well, I'll say one thing, Shorty. Uh, them is pretty good grounds, all right.
0: Yeah, now, wait a minute, Shorty. You know, uh... Hey, Andy. that give me an angle here. Uh-huh. I just thinking. Uh, according to Amos, this other nephew just heard about your uncle's passing on. Mm. He ain't got no official notification of it. I think I got a way to head him off before he gets to the lawyer. We'll convince him that your uncle never died
1: at all. That's what we're going to do.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's good. That sounds like a great idea, Kingfish.
1: Yeah, but the only thing is, you think he's going to be stupid enough to believe a story like that? Well, his name is Andy Brown. That's a guarantee of
0: ignorance right there, ain't it?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right about that, Kingfish. Yeah.
0: i tell you what, Andy. You call up your cousin at the hotel. You invite him to have lunch with you at the hotel dining room. Now you start telling him that your uncle did not pass on after all, and then I'll pop in at the psychopathic moment there. You see, in cinsistency. Yeah, okay, okay, I'll
1: call him up. But uh, you think this'll work?
0: Oh, huh? certainly, and certainly, this cousin of yours will be a pushover and say, "Shorty, thanks for giving us the great idea."
5: Oh, it was nothing. I, I, I thought it was on the spur of the moment. Uh, it, it just came to me like a flash. Uh, it, it was just like a bolt out of. But you see, the thing was, I, I, I just you get when I, get, I, get, I, get, I, I, what I say. <laughs>
1: sit right down here at the lunch table, cousin. Oh, thanks. Ah, oh, so you're my cousin, Andy Brown. Yeah, and you're my cousin, Andy
4: Brown. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you invited me to lunch. What would you want to
1: talk to me about, cousin? Well, I just thought that we'd get acquainted over a couple of
4: friendly poke chops, uh, cousin dear. Well, listen, cuz, if you want to talk about that will, it ain't gonna do you no good. I'm going over and see that lawyer, Mr. Williams, just as soon as I can. Well, wait a minute, cousin. Uh,
1: Ain't no point in you seeing a lawyer, cuz I got some good news for you. You know, our dear uncle who was departed, has done come back to us like a boomerang. (laughs) What is that? Yes, sir, the first that I found out about it was when I went out to the cemetery with a bouquet of flowers. When I got to the family plot, there was two fellas standing there over a deep hole in the ground with shovels saying,
4: which way'd they go? Wait a minute. How in the world could a thing
1: like this happen? Well, the doctor made a mistake in his diagnosis. But <laughs> fortunate, though, everything turned out all right.
4: Listen, doctors don't make no mistakes like that. Well, now, I say they do. Well, I don't care what you say. Well, oh, I'd have to hear that from a doctor before I'd believe anything like that. Uh, excuse me, strangers. Would you
0: mind if a genuine
1: physician and MD shared the table, would you here? <laughs> Only too glad to, doctor. Sit down.
0: Oh, uh, I was Dr. George Stevens, the famous brain surgeon and a meteorologist.
3: <laughs>
0: Pardon me for not shaking hands. I was operating in an hour, and I want to stay antiseptic here, you
4: <laughs> How you do, doctor? We uh, so is doctor. Andy Brown here. Listen, doc. It's a strange thing, and maybe you can settle the point we was just discussing here. Yeah. My cousin here claims that a doctor could make a mistake in declaring somebody dead. Now, that ain't true, is it?
0: Well, I'll be frank with you, stranger. Both of you. Uh, it ain't generally known, but uh, deciding whether they is dead or not is one of the weak points of the whole field of the medical science. So far, we ain't come up with nothing better than jabbing them with a hat pin right now. You really mean that, doctor? Oh, absolutely, but I'll thank you to keep it quiet. If the Reader's Digest ever got wind of this, it would ruin the medical profession. <laughs>
1: you see, Cousin Andy, I told you this could happen. And you don't want no better authority on the thing than Dr. Stevens, yes? Oh, you? yes, 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 of course.
0: Uh, just uh, kind of thing uh, used to be more common in the old days before the stethoscope. In those days, it was even more hit and miss than it is now. If a patient closed his eyes in front of a doctor, he was a goner. Liable to wake up in a small room with a white satin ceiling.
3: (laughs) Good
4: heavens, I I ain't never heard of nothing like this.
0: Oh, yes, yes. It was even worse than that back in the middle evil days. Uh... (laughs) Instead of planting them six feet deep, they used to just put them a foot under to give them a fair shake, you see? (laughs) Oh, I tell you, at night they used to come out of the ground like gophers.
3: You know,
4: Doc, I'd like to ask you just one question. Go ahead ahead. What is it, Dr. Do you expect me to believe all this nonsense? Well,
1: we was counting on it, sort of, heavy. Now,
4: listen, you two. I see through this whole thing. It's just a scheme to keep me from getting my legal share of Uncle Samuel's will. Now, I got the family records. And I can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that I'm the Andy Brown that that money was meant for. I'm going over and see that lawyer, Mr. Williams, just as soon as I get unpacked. Goodbye. Hmm. Holy smokes, Andy. This is terrible. He
0: going to beat you out of that $25,000, show us two and two make little apples.
1: <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do, Kingfish?
0: Listen, Andy. He said that he ain't going to the lawyer's office until he finished unpacking That'll give us a little time to work out an angle.
1: Oh, me, what a mess. What are they going to do? You know, if my uncle was alive, I'd tell him to drop dead. <laughs>
0: Listen, Andy, I got the whole thing figured out, but we got to act fast.
1: Yeah, well, what's the angle, Kingfish?
0: Well, now look, Andy, look here. We go up to the lawyer's office right now, mm. and we get him to give us the check for the $25,000 that's due you. Yeah. Now, then we'll run over to the bank before the bank closes and cash the thing and have the money sewed up in our underwear before anybody's wise.
1: Yeah, but we got to act fast because my cousin's going to be there as soon as he unpacks, you know that? Yeah, but now, wait a minute. Now,
0: listen, Andy. When we gets to Mr. Williams' office, the lawyer there. We got to bring up the subject of money in sort of a roundabout way, or he going to get suspicious. We can't just bust in there like we're in a big hurry for it. He going to
1: know something wrong. We got to play a cage, Andrew. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Kingfish. I ain't going to feel right about this whole thing till I feel as a lump in my undershirt. I'll tell you. (laughs)
3: Look
1: here, Kingfish. Here's Mr. Williams' office. Yeah, now. now remember, Andrew we got to hurry him up. Yeah. And at the
0: same time, we can't uh, get him suspicious. Yeah. Let's get in here now.
1: Well, Mr. Stevens,
6: Mr. Brown, yeah.
0: nice seeing you again. Um, what can I do for you? Oh, nothing, Mr. William, nothing. We just happened to be passing by your door here on the 87th floor of the Empire State Building. So we would
1: drop in here and shoot right. a <laughs> Well, that's nice of you. Yeah, yeah, ain't yeah, it? Uh, hurry up, King. I'm going to do the best I can yeah.
0: Um, uh, by the way, uh, nice office you got here, Mr. Williams, and I just noticed in that picture of George Washington you got on the wall there. Yes,
6: yes, it's a nice picture.
0: Yeah, that's the same George Washington that's on the dollar bill. And as long as you bring up the subject of money, uh... <laughs> uh where is Mr. Brown going to get his $25,000?
1: You mean you want the money now? Oh, no, we ain't in no hurry for it. Uh, any time within the next two, three minutes, it'll be all right.
6: <laughs> This is highly irregular, but I could rush things a bit and let you have the check by next Tuesday.
1: Kingface, say something.
0: Well, uh, yes, Tuesday. Well, ordinarily Tuesday would be all right, but it so happened that me and Mr. Brown are sailing for Europe on the SS Leviathan on Monday morning, you see. The Leviathan? Why, that was
6: broken up for scrap years ago.
1: It was, huh? Andy, we better check them reservations, you know that? (laughs) I well, I, I know it was the SS something. Yeah, well was on the SS, I knew that board Yeah, there. we got the name mixed up, I guess. Yeah. I know it's a boat, though, with a big smokestack on it.
6: Yeah. Well, if you're going away, I guess I could stretch a point and make out the check for you now. Yeah, do it right this I minute. I'm it. authorized by the executors to make payments. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. yeah.
1: Well, hurry up and authorize the thing, will you? Yeah. yeah,
6: well, yeah. Here's my checkbook. Yeah, so just hurry. Ah, Here's my pen here. Hot dog. Yeah. Here oh, is. excuse me. Here's uh, the uh,
0: uh, uh, I didn't hear nothing. Just write the check first, will you, please, sir? <laughs> Hello, William speaking. Oh, it's you, Fred. Uh, How was the fishing trip, huh? Mm. What? <laughs> the bank closed in ten minutes, and he's sitting here laughing. You caught what...
3: eight the first day,
0: huh, Fred? Was that? And four the second. <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> Kingfisher, if Fred catches one more fish, we're going to be in the soup. <laughs>
0: you later, friend. Goodbye. Yeah, that's the idea. Hurry up now. Um, now, uh, where were we? Uh, where, where, uh, you, you was writing out our check right there. Oh, yes. yes, yes. yes now, sir. let's see. Oh, dear,
6: my fountain pen is empty. Now, where is that bottle of ink? Well,
0: uh, never mind ink. Here's my real Write the thing out in blood, will you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a <laughs> minute. Here's my other pen.
6: Now, let's see.
0: May the 6th. Yes, if you hurry right to the order of yes, Andrew if you, Brown. if you, just, if you could... Uh, <laughs>
1: up, driver. It's quarter to three. We got to get to the bank by three o'clock.
0: Well, I'm driving as fast as I can, Bud. Yeah, well, don't worry about the speed limit, uh, wheels with the FBI and the police department and everything else. We'll get you off of
1: anything. Holy smoke, Kingfish. You think we'll get there in time before the bank closes?
0: Yeah, well, now, don't worry, Andy. He's making good time now. Uh-huh. Nothing can go wrong. I tell you, Andy.
6: <laughs> oh one of my tires just blew out.
0: Uh, well, now, uh, don't worry about that, Mr. You can rim it for the next ten blocks, can't you? Not me. I ain't ruining my tires for nobody. Oh, me. Come on, Andy. We got to get out of here and run
1: for it. Listen, Kingfish, I could never run fast enough to make it in time.
0: Sure so you can, Andy. Do like you done during the war. Make believe the draft board is after you. Come on, let's go. Yeah. Oh,
3: oh.
0: Oh, Andy, here's yeah. the bank. Yeah. It's five minutes to three. Yeah. We made it with five minutes to spare. Mm. Quick, open the door, Andy.
1: Uh, the door must be stuck, Kingfish. Uh, push it again, Andy, push it. It's locked, Kingfish, it's locked. Holy smoke, you don't think they declared another bank mortuary, do you? Uh. <laughs> yeah, Andy,
0: something must be wrong. The bank is always open till three o'clock except on... Yeah,
1: and today is Saturday.
0: Oh, me, stupid. It
1: is Saturday, and the bank's closed at noon. Kingfish, we is licked. <sighs> My cousin will be at the lawyer's office any minute, and that'll be the end of everything. Listen, Andy, we ain't licked. I was going over and see Henry Van Porter. You mean you got another angle, too? I Kingfish? sure is. And we got to hurry up, Andy.
0: Oh, I tell you, Andy, we may be in the canoe, but we ain't up the creek yet. Come on, boy. <laughs>
1: Pinkfish, you mean you want me to call up Andy's cousin and tell him that I, as Mr. Williams, the attorney? Yes, yes, Henry, that's it. And then I want you to go over and give him this $1,000 that I done
0: borrowed out of the large hall safe. And tell him that with the inheritance tax and everything else, this is all that's left of his uncle's estate.
1: Well, do you think he'll settle for a thousand bucks? After all, he ain't no phony, you know. He's a legitimate heir. Well, he's got to fall
0: for it, Henry. A fellow uh, with a middle name of Guernsey ought to not be hard to milk. Come on, now. Oh, Andy, this is the happiest Monday morning that I ever had in my
1: life. Oh, yeah, boy, it sure is. Hmm.
0: Yes, Andy, your cousin done accepted the thousand bucks from Henry, signed the release, relinquished all claims to the East State, and he is on his way back to Milwaukee.
1: Yeah. Now we're going into the lawyer's office here and give Mr. Williams the release, huh?
0: And then we'll go on to the bank and cash a check. Let's get on in here. Yeah. Oh, Mr.
6: Brown, Mr. Stevens, I'm glad you dropped in. I've been trying desperately to get you on the phone.
1: To get us on the phone? You want to see us about what?
6: Well, I just found out there's another Andrew Brown who says he was the one your uncle intended the money for.
1: Oh, well, now, you don't have to worry about your other Andrew
0: Brown. He already took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got his release here all signed and everything, uh, uh, here's his release right here. I'll give it to you. Yes, yeah, sir. We have an done illuminated Andrew G. Brown. And he's on his way back to Milwaukee. We even put him on the train. <laughs> Andrew G. Brown? The man I'm talking about is in my
6: other office. He's Andrew L. Brown, another nephew from Cincinnati. No!
1: See you next Sunday.
2: At the same time, when Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Renso with Solium, will again present the Amos and Andy Show. Edgar Bergen Charlie McCarthy program, which follows immediately over most of these stations. This is CBS, the Columbia podcasting system.